Hi everyone, welcome to the fourth episode of the podcast Science 101 and probably the last one of the first season. In this case, we will be approaching another area of science known as physics, especially quantum mechanics, which is one of the modern pillars in physics and sincerely one of the most intriguing, interesting and mysterious areas or science. Let's go! First of all, we're going to do a historic review of what quantum mechanics is. First of all, we need to understand into what areas physics is divided. Physics is divided into three general areas and one sub-area. The first one, and the earliest to develop, was classical mechanics, which was developed by the earliest physicists like Galileo Galilei, Isaac Newton, which studied the movements of objects, gravity, and the laws of motion. Then we're going to general relati- to relati- relativity. Relativity divides into two: special relativity and general relativity. Both were developed by uh, by Albert Einstein in the early 20th century. And then we come to quantum mechanics. Quantum mechanics, the basis of them, the basis of quantum mechanics, was established la- about 150 years ago by Max Planck and the problem of the black body. Then, in the 1920s, scientists like Max Bohr, Schrödinger, and Heisenberg established quantum mechanics with their theories. Now that we know this, what does quantum mechanics actually study? Quantum mechanics, what studies are the smallest particles in the world, in the universe, the smallest one, atomic and subatomic particles atoms, electrons, protons, bosons, neutrons, etc. Now that we already know what quantum mechanics studies and its history review with its four leaders, Max Planck, Schrodinger, Bohr, and Heisenberg, we can proceed to see some interesting cases and how did it search. First of all, we're going to see the first quantic pl- problem, the mystery of air. In the first year of the, of the 20th century, Kelvin gave a speech in which he, talk, he talked about the two great mysteries of physics. The first one developed into, quant- into relativity by Einstein, and the second one was quantum mechanics. But we need to understand that at that time, there was no, it was not established that there were atoms. Scientists were not sure that atoms existed. So, what, but they see something in a system like, for example, a balloon. If they consider the balloon is composed of molecules of these particles, the results are actually very good. For example, they understand it by doing this. First, they understand that there was only one molecule one individual molecule. This molecule can move in three ways, three ways, side to side, up and down, and front and back. By doing this, they were able to predict the temperature of the balloon with extreme preciseness in, ga- in noble gases. But then they needed to move on. They moved on by going into the gases that compose the air. But when they found like oxygen and nitrogen. 
But when they found out the problems, the results were not exact what was happening. First, they needed to understand that, for example, gases like oxygen and nitrogen were not only one particle, but actually two particles that were connected by a spring. This spring always maintained the molecule in a determined size. So, for example, if the two particles get closer, they would rebound back to the normal size. If they get way apart, they will bounce toward the normal size. And this, pro this provoked other ways to move. The first one, like the, the normal ones, are up and down, side to side, side to side, and up and front but the other moves are that this spring is vibrating itself it can move into the vertical axis and it can move into the horizontal axis considering this they found out and continuing the same process they found out that it was not true there was a big mistake they were wondering what could be So they see two things. Maybe it was that they were not considering any way, new ways of moving. But when they add new ways of moving, it was even worse. Then they considered that it was another type of spring, but it was even worse. So what that experiment suggested is that the ways of moving in, instead should be removed. There are less ways to move. And that's why the, temp the temperature of the prediction and the temperature of the real balloon are not exact. But that's not true. There was nothing stopping that movement to occur. There was no, no, not any force or not anything that event prevented that movement to occur. So what happens? People, they didn't know. But for example, they thought that maybe this these new types of movement involving the spring taken taken less or more energy but this was not true this was against one of the most important theorems in phys in statistical physics the equipartition theorem of energy which says that inside a a thermal a equilibrium thermal which was the balloon all the objects all the types of movement would receive the same type of energy but why is that so there was no way to do it but then this there was a man named Sir senior jeans he tells us that as the temperature gets down and down and down and down it seems that The first types of movement, the up and down, side to side and front and back, seem to freeze, while the others seem to decrease. And he was right. He was discovering the first mystery of quantum mechanics. But then we go we need to go way, way later to Max Planck uh, through a different problem that we are going to approach later called the black body. He found something interesting. Scientists believe that the energy of an object of a, of a vibration was continuous. But actually, Max Planck discovered something. Instead of being continuous, it was something like levels. It was something like they had a minimum energy to reach that level. And for example, there were like levels, like a video game personage. So there are three levels level one level two and level three but the 
but the character cannot be between level one and level two. That's not possible. The same with the particles. They needed that a minimum amount of energy to go to the next level. But if there was any excess energy that was not enough to get to the same to the next level, they actually rejected and gave it to other types of movements. By doing this, they prove by doing this they prove that actually that was the result that for example if one movement which had a greater cost of energy than another if they do not reach the minimum quantity of energy that energy would be given to other movements and like that they could explain it these levels of energy these concrete level of energies these minimum things were called quantos which from the word quantum becomes and that's how the quantum mystery of earth was resolved and this was very effective the energy the concept of a quantum that that proved that that equipartition of energy theorem was strong was actually very good this kind of levels like a stir prove very things like the photoelectric effect, the Compton effect, the black body, and the and the atomic spectrum. Now we're going to see the next mystery, the black body, one of quantum mechanics key bases. Now we're going to see that true experiment which started quantum mechanics. First of all, in the last in the last part, I said that the equipartition theorem of energy was wrong in the balloon case, but actually in the else in the world it is not wrong. We need to understand that the quantum world is actually anti-intuitive. It is not as we think. We're going to see that there are some things we think that are almost impossible. It is anti-intuitive. So remember that before we go into the next level. to talk about the actual experiment which started quantum mechanics. We need to understand that things that are hot, they shine. For example, a burning coal emits red light, red shining light. A wood in a fireplace emits light. Even you emit light, only that in the infrared scale. But why is this? This is because all the particles that we saw in last in last problem that are called molecules are constantly moving and as they move they emit radiation and this radiation is shown in form of light but how can we differ from the light that an object is emitting from the light of other objects well scientists are very intelligent and they do the following thing experimental physicists made a black box a completely black box and with only one hole this hole is important because through this scientists can see the light but if for example if a if a beam of light enters through this hole it the box would eventually absorb it so the light that comes out of the box is only the one from the box not anyone so the experimental physicists 
come to the theoretical physicists and they say, well, can you predict what is going to be the beam of light which is going to come out of this black box? And the theoretical physicists accept the challenge. So they go, well, there are certain types of waves. At that time, light was understood as a wave. So long waves are red waves. And as shorter or narrow wave, the wave longitude is, it is a wave more purple and all the intermediate. So there are certain ways in which the waves can be produced according to their longitude. For example, a red wave can only be produced in three waves. If, they, if there is another way in which it could be produced, that will eventually be absorbed by the box because it would not fit exactly with its longitude. But for example, if we go to a yellow wave, which is half the length of the red one, we could see that it fits in more ways, in one, in three more, in three more waves, a, a green wave in other waves, a red, a blue wave in other waves, and like this. So a shorter the lo the wave longitude is, there is more way, more ways a box can produce this wave. This has serious consequences, which means that because there are more waves it can be produced, there will be more, more waves like the purple and blue one, because the box produces these waves randomly. And since there are more options to produce these, these, these purple waves, there will most of the waves would be purple. But we cannot stop here. There is not any limit to the shorter a wave longitude can be. These waves that are we cannot see that are shorter than violet, we call them ultraviolet. And since ultraviolet can be can fit in the box in infinite waves, since they are shorter, according to this, out of the box would come a laser beam of ultraviolet light. But as if you see, why a laser beam of this quantity would come from the from the black box, but not from us. Why are we not emitting this beam of ultraviolet light? So that was the, prop the proposition, the proposition of the theoretical physicist. But actually, when the experimental physicist measured it, it was not like that. There was not a ultraviolet beam of of light, which tends to shorter waves. But actually, there was a more con a more moderate a more discrete type of waves yellow waves green waves even red waves so why it is why does this happen theoretical physicists at that time were breaking their heads because if they tried to debunk this they would be debunking other theorems with 200 years of anticipation like the maxwell like like the maxwell last so what they could do But then comes the brilliant Max Planck. Max Planck, instead of thinking what, how they could fix the theoretical proposition into, the, into considering all the new theorems, he took the results of the experiment and tried to explain it. When doing this, Max Planck discovered some things. 
the energy of these waves are not continuous, rather they are levels. Can you relate this to something? Yes, the same thing as the quantum mystery of Earth. So there are li there are levels. These uh, levels, as we already said, are called quantos. And the clue of this is that the shorter a wave is, the more energy it needs to be produced. A red wave, although it has fewer options of being produced, fewer, fewer possibilities of being produced, they are, have a lower cost of energy. While, for example, ultra, super ultraviolet lights and purple lights, although they have a great possibilities of being produced, they need a lot of energy, a lot of energy to be produced. So this contrasts because the black box do not have as much energy. So as for it, as it randomly produces the waves it does not have it is easier for it to produce yellow red green and light and other lights than purple and ultraviolet lights that is why out from the black box came a light similar to those colors that was the mystery solved and although max Planck was not sure about this hypothesis for their experiments like for the photoelectric effect of one of Albert Einstein, which used quantum, showed that this was true. The quantum mystery of this box, which was a totally a total fail for theoretical physics, physicists, this fail is called the ultraviolet catastrophe. This was true. No, there are two main ideas you can get out of it. The first one is that the equipartition theorem of energy in this case is also does not apply. The second one is that the energy is not continuous, but rather it is quantus. And the third one is that a object, an object, the wave, the shorter it is, the more energy it takes to produce because it has greater possibilities to produce. That why, that's why there is more likely to other types of waves like green, yellow, red, or blue to be produced than ultraviolets. And that, wa that was how quantum mechanics was born. Now we're going, now next we're going to see the experiment of the double slit which is absolutely the best and most intriguing quantum experiment in my opinion. Well, now we're going to talk about the actual experiment which, which started quantum mechanics as we know it right now. Well, we need to go back to a lot of time ago there was an experiment known as the double slit experiment or also called Young experiment. This experiment originally consisted of certain elements. The first one was a screen. This screen was able to detect streams of electrons and light. Then we had a wall. This wall has two slits, two openings, two, two holes through which through which streams of electrons and light can pass. Then was the, the, uh, the machine which produced the streams of electrons and light. 
So although this is the original experiment, in this case we're going to see an easy one in for the purpose of having a better concept of the experiment. But, but this doesn't mean that this experiment has different conclusions than the first one, only it is a little bit different. So now let's go. The elements of this new experiment are, the, are these ones, the random machine. Then we have two boxes. Each box has two openings. First, one on the top, which we can open in order to detect if there is an atom or electron there with our atom detector. Then we have the screen. This random machine assigns one electron randomly to one of the two boxes, the green or the blue box. Now, knowing this, we're going to start the experiment. The first experiment is the following. We, as we run the, over, the random machine and it assigns one electron to the machine, to the boxes. Then we open the upper, the upper opening of the, of the blue box. We enter the atom detector, nothing. Then we go to the green box. We open it, plop. There was an electron or atom there. Now we repeat it a thousand thousands of times. And in every case, we can find um, the electron in one box and in another, no. So after the end, there are approximately 50% of the times in which the, uh, the atom appears in the blue box and another 50% in which it appears in the green box. Now we know that the random machine is, do, is good, doing great its work. Because an atom can be, cannot be in two boxes at the same time, right? Now we're going to the second experiment. In this case, we're going to run the, the random machine and it is going to assign one electron or atom. Then instead of, oh, instead of, um, opening upper opening we're going to open the side opening first of the blue box nothing appears in the in the screen then the green box boom a dot appears in the screen the atom was in the in the green box now we repeat this 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 a lot of times after that we can find in the screen two mass concentrations of dots one in front of the blue box and another in front of the green box the mass concentration of dots in front of the green box are is mainly composed of green electrons of electrons coming from the green box and the one from the blue box is mainly composed of of electrons coming from the blue box it is logic because it is easier from an atom to go vertically it is more probable than it goes horizontally diagonally now we do this and we find out and it is very now i'm going to go into the third and mind-blowing experiment we're going to run the random machine and it is going to assign one electron to the boxes then instead of opening each side opening of each box separately we're going to open both at the same time we open one Beep. one dot Beep. another dot another dot after a lot of times we find something mind-blowing instead of two mass concentrations in form in front of each box we find five big concentrations 
that are not specifically assigned for each box. Why did this happen? Why didn't the second the second the pattern of the second experiment appear? Well, we try again and the same appears. This pattern which has five mass concentrations, one in the center, two in front of each box and one in the and one to the sides is called a par a, an interference pattern. But the thing mind blowing is that this pattern occurs in wave during waves. But the electron that we sent was only one electron. It was not wave. So what has happened? We're wondering. So now we repeat the second experiment. The two mass concentrations appear. Then we may think, ah, this pattern may appear because someone in the other room is, is doing other things, maybe magnet. So we ask them to stop and I repeat again the experiment. But again, the pattern, the interference pattern appears. So now we do something. We place two atom detectors at the side of each box and we open the box at the same time, the opening of the box at the same time. Boom! One one detector turns green. It there was an atom in that box, and then another pattern, and then a, a dot in the screen screen appears. We do it again and again and again. But now, the again the pattern with two mass concentration in front of each box appear. It seems like detecting where the electron or atom is is causing something in the experiment so now if we're going to determine if it is of the experiment or of external patterns we do something we get away a little bit away the two boxes then the same pattern appears only that a little bit further then we got we got them closer the same pattern appears only that a little bit closer this means this hides a sinister meaning which is that both boxes are working as one thing. Although the other has nothing to do with, with the other one. How does one box know how away is the other if it does not has one it if it does not have any relation with the other? This is the only way that the pattern can be kept, even though the boxes are get away or closer. This only means one thing. The atom is in both boxes, not an atom cut in half and one half in one box in another, not two atoms, the same atom in two boxes. Mind-blowing, not? Now we're going to explain this amazing experiment. going to be talking about a, a little bit more about this experiment well this is something amazing just think it something at two places at the same time they are not like clones they are the same thing at the same time and this is because if they were not connected if the two boxes do not have the information of the other or in other words, if the atom was not in both boxes, the interference pattern, when the books are moved, when the boxes are moved, will not change. 
but it changes. And if you see, you can in this interference pattern, which are five big concentration, we cannot distinguish from a little uh, from which box each one came. It is a mystery. We do not we cannot define it, and it is very strange. But how do scientists at that time interpret it? Well, at that time it was interpreted that these particles which at that time were not sure if they were uh, specific things in space, specific objects, were defined as waves, just like a water wave. So in at that time, the, these, the, like, these subatomic particles, these atomic and subatomic particles, were defined as waves. But then other experiments later proved that these particles were particles were specific things in the space, were specific objects. So what was happening here? One of the examples that proved this was a particle, not a wave, was Einstein for electric effect, which was explained by considering that light was a particle. So at that, at that time, what scientists developed was something called the, the wave-particle duality. This wave-particle duality means that sometimes these particles behave as, as waves and some other times as particles, depending on the perspective. But in the modern world, although at that time it solved a lot of problems, at, that, at this moment, this wave-particle duality is not able to explain a lot of phenomena, so it is definitely wrong. So, what is the real cause of this experiment? That in this case, these particles behave like a wave. What is this? What causes the pattern interference? Well, this, the real answer is called wave function. This wave function has replaced the particle wave duality in the modern world because the particle wave duality is now useless it was just a matter a method of older times now we're going to see what is a wave function well now we're going to talk about wave function in the last one i said that the wave particle duality was wrong and it is partially wrong because it is not able to explain but it is not just to say it is wrong at all so we consider it partially correct well what happens is that it is a wave function and we apply the random machine and the wave function as we know it is a is a field like an electromagnetic or a gravity field but this field Instead of being full of charges, it is full of complex numbers. What are complex numbers? Well, we can understand complex num numbers as a circle with as a circle that can grow or decrease in a arrow in inside the circle, which is constantly rotating. So as larger the circle is, there is there is more probability in that site and as and where the arrow is pointing 
in that direction it is flowing the wave function. So, one scientist a long time ago discovered that if you take the length of the arrow and divide it by three, you get a number, a real number, a actual, a real number. So when he placed the real number all over the place, he find out something. He find out a series of numbers that had great, some ones were greater than others, and some ones had greater probability. This is what we know as the wave function. So now what happens is that the electron is not comp is not behaving like a with first we need to understand that an electron is not necessarily a a like a ball an exact ball a specific place in space but rather it is a concept of its probabilities its probabilities is the wave function so We hope, so we apply the random machine. Do, 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 do. Yep, the, the wave function applies like this. 50% of the wave function goes into the blue box, while the other 50% goes into the green box. In this case, there is no electron in one box definitely, rather the percent in each of the boxes. So in the first, in the second experiment, when we open, The, third, the the box when we open the, the box independently the wave function was forced to appear we force that wave function to appear in that box or we force it to appear in the other box thus producing that we only find one dot and after a long time of doing this we find the pattern of two big masses in front of each one this is caused because we open one only one and we force that wave function to be there but if we open both at the same time the wave function comes out from both boxes the electron or the atom comes from both boxes and this wave function is going 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 and also like a wave it oscillates towards certain directions for that when two when for example one complex number of one box has the same has the same direction of pointing as the other box this increases this probability increases in this exact place but it, if it has different direction it cancels what forces it this forces that there are places where there are greater probabilities to the electron to appear only if we force it. And if we see the map of the complex numbers in the field, they are oscillating like a wave. It is like when we shoot the electron, it comports like an electron. But when we shoot the electron, when we have the electron, it is a particle. But as we shoot it, it is its wave function that's traveling not the electron so why does when we call when we place the atom detector and it and it applies it atom what happens there what happens there is that we force the wave function to appear in one place the wave function is traveling traveling but we, when we place the atom detector or anything that detects the electron 
we force the wave function to appear in a place, usually a place with high probability, a great circle in the complex numbers. This, this thing is called the wave function collapse. And after the wave function collapses, only one of the wave function from each box continues, thus causing that we only see the first pattern in which only in which only one box was open. Why is this? Because in the in the case in which only one box was opened, only one we forced we forced one, the electron to appear in either of of both boxes, only one, and the wave function propags from there, and in the second case, although we open both at the same time, it is the atom detector that forces the atom to appear in a certain place, and then it continues as it was from this atom, that's why it happens like that. This thing, as we say, was called the wave function collapse. But this, this thing, as we know, that the electron, the electron atom or anything, isn't determined, it is not determined, it is not determined in a certain place, it's called the principle of, inter of in indetermination of Heisenberg, which, one was, which was one of the scientific pioneers in quantum mechanics. What this says is that naturally, in its natural state of quantum mechanics, the, the uh, electron is undetermined. It is not in a specific place, but rather it is in, this, in its wave function, in a, great, in a place with great probabilities to occur, and in other with less probabilities. It is like a cloud. But when we force it to appear, that it is that moment in that moment when the electron appears in one specific place that's not amazing that's amazing right but the indetermination principle of heisenberg also applies to velocity the elect of velocity spin direction energy everything every aspect the electron as the electron does not have specific factors specific characteristic. For example, we cannot say that the electron is in my house at 7 kilometers per hour. No, it is impossible. All its velocities, its energies, its, its positions are undetermined. This is called the, super, the superposition of an electron of, or any subatomic particle. That's why we can find some phenomena. These phenomena are known as, for example, one of them is the, the tunnel effect. This tunnel effect is when there is one electron in which, it, in this case, it is forced to be, to be in one place, and there is an electric current which does not allow the electron to pass. But now, suddenly, the electron is in the other side. Why is this? Because, in this case, the electron was superposed, all its positions were not determined. And, although most of the times, as I have said, the electron will appear in a place of the wave function field with a great probability, sometimes it appears in other places. And one of these places was behind the barrier, 
causing something we can interpret like teleportation or what we know is the that atoms are not really certain things but atom clouds these atom clouds as we know it are very special it is not that the electrons are specific specifically placed but actually there are a lot of two-dimensional plots in which they can appear depending on certain factors one factor is its its way of spinning its spin which imagine spinning in the modern world in the easy world is complex imagine in quantic it is very complex to say then the quantity of energy and at last it has also its velocity which is also undetermined taking these three factors we can find what we know as the atom clouds which are be which have very beautiful patterns another consequence of the undetermination of heisenberg which explains in the modern world the the double slit experiment is that it is impossible to be in a certain place it is impossible to be it is impossible to be in a certain place in a certain position it is impossible to be still why because the atoms are constantly moving even if a system has zero energy the superposition of an atom is there we cannot know its position or its velocity it is constantly moving and one interesting thing is as sure as we are of the velocity the range of the position in which an electron can be the cloud is greater and the sure we are in the place where the sure we are the certain we are in the place an electron can be the range of velocity in which it can in which it can have is bigger thus it is impossible to be still the and it me it also means that in the undetermination principle of heisenberg cannot be broken because although you are sure of the position you are not sure about the velocity if you're sure of the velocity you are not sure about the velo about the position this is amazing well we're going to continue talking later about quantum mechanics well now that we have understand the basic principle of quantum mechanics the undetermination principle of heisenberg we're going to clear more the things and make some conclusions which is the first conclusion the quantum world is amazingly anti-intuitive it always gives scientists a slap when scientists think some something was was going to uh, to occur another theory thing occurs well what is the second thing what we called measure or detect an electron is naturally is really called scientifically the wave function collapse this also means that the natural the natural state of electrons and and all atomic slash subatomic particles is being undetermined in something We may, we may call the atom cloud or more specifically called orbitals. 
and something very amazing is that when two atoms when two atoms combine they have hybrid orbitals and that is way interesting well another conclusion is the second one that what we determine as dots in the screen are merely the places with higher probability in the wave function field to the atom to occur to to place to occur to be found this means other things for example that when this is not actually a wave it is a particle but it we kind of say it behaves like a wave but it is not a wave it is undetermined the particle this has a lot of con conclusions a lot of consequences for examples the this crunchinger cat this crunchinger cat i think you may heard it it is that it has two possible well the normal experiment says it has two possibilities actually it has infinite possibilities as we as i have said in which the cat is dead alive positive dead positive alive negatively dead negatively alive there are infinite wave to forms this also means that all places in which this the wave function can also be understood by superposition this means that all places in which an atom or an electron can be found are all superposed they are all occurring at the same time thus it it is undetermined we cannot determine it another consequence is that the equation of schrodinger is the basis of quantum mechanics the equation of schrodinger explains the wave function the double slit experiment a lot of things it is like the e equal mc squared of quantum mechanics another thing we can say is, is that the wave function can be interpreted as a probability map it also oscillates it spreads when we open one box the we we cause a wave function collapse and force the electron to be in one of each boxes and from that box it spreads the wave function also oscillating but if we open both at both at the same time we are not forcing both electrons which the electron which is both at the same time although it is 50% of probability that it is in either of the boxes it does not mean that it is 50% of the atom the same atom at those but at at both boxes its wave function spreads oscillating in certain times canceling or in certain times amplifying the oscillations until it reaches the screen where where we found this amazing pattern this amazing pattern it is we can say it is like a probability map in certain places depending on the wave function there are more probabilities so merely the act of detect or see is the wave function collapse other thing is the the tunnel effect the tunnel effect is amazing because it is the extreme of taking superposition and undetermination in most cases in the, the wave function has greater probability to appear in 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 front of the current of the electric current 
and that what ha and that's what happened. But sometimes it appears across the electric current, causing the tunnel effect. Also, other consequence is that being still is impossible in the world. Of everything is superposed. All ma all matters. All things of a specific quantum object. Although you know the position, you will not be. You will be less sure about the range. If you are sure about the range, you will less about the range of velocities. You will be less sure about the about the position. So, in the place of perfect balance between position and velocity is what we call the basic orbital of an of an atom. The basic atom cloud of an atom. That is important to say. Saying this, I could we have already seen everything in quantum mechanics. The most uh, considering considered one of the most amazing parts of science, which is actually anti-intuitive. I hope you enjoyed it. And this was the fourth episode of Science 101. Hope you get hope you take care. And although it was long, I hope you enjoyed it. Bye.